Hello, everybody. This is George Tromley, and you are listening to The Secrets of Japanese. We have made it all the way to episode 19. And please go to the resources page right now, www.secretsofjapanese.com slash resources. And I need you to download pattern 003. And this is where we will take a significant detour from what you might have learned in Japanese from zero, which is the gold standard of learning Japanese, in my opinion. But we're going to ramp it up a little bit here because what's different between those of you that studied with the Japanese from zero method is that you already know hiragana and we're all, we're able to teach everything without worrying about what you know in hiragana. So I want to jump you up as fast as we can to get to verbs. We're not there yet, but go ahead and click that pattern three from the resources page, and then we can do this. Are you ready? Now, unfortunately, again, Kanako-san is not available. I did talk to her. She is available time-wise, but they're doing construction uh, around her house, and she's very frustrated because it's super loud. And uh, I get that. I, I wouldn't want to be trying to do a live stream while everything's loud. Okay, so open up pattern number three. Now, there's a couple things we need to start with. Well, there's at least one thing we need to start with. Number one, this pattern is A- Wa bides, even though it's written as a ha bides, this ha can be read as a wa, even though we have a wa. Does that make sense? Even though there is another wa, this is a special thing. When the topic marker in Japanese is written, it's written with this ha, but it's pronounced wa. This is a fundamental part of learning Japanese, just as important as des. Okay, it's super, super important. So if you see ha and it's not part of a word, it's at the end of a word, it's most likely going to be a wa. You will eventually know instinctively what that means. These sentences today are designed to show you what you can do with wa. Okay. Now, uh, in that same ha hi hu he ho list, there's one more character. I'm just going to give you a little bit of advanced notice that can be read differently, and it's the he character. We're not ready to use it yet, but just know that later on, that might be read as eh, even though there is an eh in Japanese. This is a different eh, and it's another particle in Japanese that is used for direction. Now, what is a particle? Okay, Japanese has these particles, and this is the first of many that we're going to learn. Actually, we already know one. It's the ka particle that comes at the end of a sentence. The ka particle at the end of the sentence makes something into a question. It's the question marker. Okay, we call it question marker. It marks a question. And this wa, written as a ha, is a topic marker or the topic particle. It marks the topic of a sentence. Everything in a sentence is going to be marked with its proper particle. But we only are going to learn this one right now, okay? I wouldn't actually, let me let me take that back. I was kind of freaking uh, speaking freeform and I slipped up a little bit. Not everything will have a a marker, but when something does have a marker, that marker is changing that word to do something. In other languages, the word itself might change. In English, it's the order that changes, okay? So for example, for example, in English, an object comes after the verb, like I eat pizza. Pizza is the object there. In Japanese, the verb always comes at the end of the sentence, and the object is marked with a particle, which we will learn momentarily. Not today, though. Right? I'm jumping a little bit of head, a little bit of head here, but you do need to know particles are going to be 
the most important thing we learn in this first in these first 10 or so patterns i'm guessing okay so here without any more further ado let's just look at a sentence or two and see what it does so we've got two patterns in one okay a wa b des means a is b and if we want to make it a question we could say a wa b desu ka is a b okay let's look at that first sentence sensei wa nanijin desu ka now this is a new word that we didn't learn if you scroll down to the end of this document you'll see that we've got in one of these word boxes nanijin nanijin means what nationality okay and that is a question word and that question word is we're asking a question about the teacher the topic is sensei sensei means teacher everything in this sentence no matter how big this sentence could get this sentence could get very 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 big but everything before the wa is the topic or part of the topic everything after the wa is a question or a statement about the topic i'm going to say that a million times and you'll remember it eventually and it, it will help you have a lot less stress in these sentences so sensei wa as for teacher now we would never translate it like that we would never actually say as for teacher but that's really what we're doing sensei wa sets us up we're going to talk about teacher what about him nanijin desu ka what nationality is he is she okay what nationality is teacher kare wa nihonjin desu he is japanese kare here means he we learned in our word group that kare can mean boyfriend but it would make no sense here to be boyfriend so it will be translated very easily into he okay if you said sensei wa nanijin desu ka what nationality is teacher and answered with my boyfriend is japanese well that would be awkward right so it would never mean that it would just mean we're talking about him now okay but that being the case you need to know that what we're doing today is using a lot of topics over we're stating the topic over and over again but that this answer does not have to be kare wa nihonjin desu we could just say nihonjin desu and the translation would still be he is japanese or just japanese what nationality is teacher japanese nihonjin desu and we could if it's a girl it would mean she is japanese if it's a boy it would mean he is japanese here we are specifically just showing the usage kare wa nihonjin desu okay it's not wrong but often japanese will remove the topic they will not say it again I like to give an example of it's like playing tennis, right? You don't serve the ball every time you hit the ball. You serve the ball once, and as it goes back and forth, you don't reserve it until it's dropped, until the ball drops or someone scores, right? It's the same thing in Japanese. We don't have to say karewa here. It can be understood when we're talking about teacher, okay? All right. Next sentence. Kore wa nan desu ka? Down below we have kore. Kore means this or this one. As for this, kore wa, what about it? Nan desu ka? What is it? Now when we learned nani to mean what? We didn't learn this non version of it. But when you ask what something is, this is just a special form that nani becomes. And it's going to be common you're going to hear nan a lot of times in combination with what type questions, okay? Here it's just nan desu ka? What is it? So all by itself nan desu ka means what is it? 
これは何ですか means what is this? What is this thing that I have in my hand? Okay? Now, someone who is across from you would not respond with this is. They would answer with that is because it's further from them. So they would say sore. Sore wa tamago desu. That is an egg. Sore wa tamago desu. And sore is also listed down below. All right? Now, you could walk up to somebody and you could, I don't really recommend it, but you could say, Anata wa nihonjin desu ka? Are you Japanese? Now, we learned this in pattern two. You could just say, Nihonjin desu ka? Because when you ask a question to somebody, they assume you are talking to them and the you translation in English is automatic. Nihonjin desu ka? I'm looking at you. I say, Nihonjin desu ka? It means, are you Japanese? If we were looking at a photograph and this guy pointed to the photograph and said, This is my girlfriend. She is my girlfriend. Okay. You could then say, Nihonjin desu ka? And now it would mean, Is she Japanese? We do not need to say she in that sentence because Nihonjin desu ka is neutral. It works for all pronouns automatically. Japanese typically don't. I want you to imagine to avoid using the topic marker if you can. Only use it when you're introducing something new. Okay? So if you walk up to somebody and say, Anata wa Nihonjin desu ka? It's kind of too much, but grammatically it's absolutely correct. And we need to know how to do this so that when we get into bigger sentences, you don't mess things up. Okay? But you could just say, I'm going to repeat it again. You could just say, Nihonjin desu ka? And they would know you mean you're talking to them. Okay? Now, in our response, Iie, watashi wa kankokujin desu. No, I am Korean. Kankokujin. So here we're using watashi wa, but again, we don't have to. Iie, kankokujin desu is much more natural. Okay? I want you to remember the instinct to not constantly say I, he, she, they, you in Japanese. But in order to teach grammar, we absolutely need to see how this works and you need to know that they will use it depending on the situation, which we will over time understand. All right. Now, number four, sentence number four. You're looking at somebody, they're eating something. You could just say, Oishi desu ka? Is it delicious? Or you could say, Is that delicious? Sore wa oishi desu ka? As for that thing, Oishi desu ka? And they could respond, Iie. Mazui desu. No, it tastes bad. Or they could say too many words and say, Iie, kore wa mazui desu. No, this tastes bad. Okay. I'm, I hope I'm not confusing you. I hope you, you're not confused. That I hate to actually teach something and then pull it away. Really what I'm doing is I'm teaching you how to do this and then pulling it away. Now, let's, look, let's go back up just for a second to number one, okay? Number one is supernatural to have the topic marker right there to say, Sensei wa nanijin desu ka? You're talking to somebody else. What nationality is teacher? If you said nanijin desu ka right there, they would think you're talking to them because by default, they think you're talking to them when it's a question. So, in order to, whoa, my uh, my ear went from the, I lost one of my, one of, okay, I'm, I'm back up. I pulled on the headphone cable and I my hearing. Well, I could only hear myself in one ear. I apologize. I got a little bit confused. All right. So back to this question. If I if I go up to somebody, if I'm having a conversation with somebody, I look them in the eye and I say, Nani jin desu ka? 
they hear what nationality are you. But if you say, uh, 先生は何人ですか? What nationality is the teacher? Now we've set, set a new topic. That's the proper timing to use wa. Okay. Now the answer, because we've already introduced teacher, we don't have to say, kare wa nihonjin desu. We can just say, nihonjin desu. That would be the more natural statement. Does that make sense? A lot of foreigners overuse the watashi wa watashi wa, kare wa kare wa, kanojo wa. We don't know kanojo yet. That's coming up. That means her. All right. Moving on. Number five. Nihongo wa muzukashii desu ka? Nihongo wa muzukashii desu ka? Now, here's another great time where you need to state the topic. Because if you just said to somebody, muzukashii desu ka? They would have to be doing something right there. Like they, like they would assume that you're talking about the very thing they're doing right now. Like let's say they were reading a book and you said, muzukashii desu ka? Is it difficult? They would go, um... I guess she's talking about the book and they would respond about the book. But maybe, you know, you're not talking about that very thing. So you have to set the topic. Topic is, hey, Japanese language. What about it? Is it difficult? Now, most likely you will be asked this question, not the other way around. You're probably not going to ask somebody if Japanese is difficult, but they will ask it to you. You'll be speaking Japanese and they'll go, oh, your Japanese is really good. Yeah. This is what I want you to say, even if you don't think it. Just, just say it, okay? No, it's easy. Now, I could say, No, Japanese is easy. But just like in English, we could say, No, it's easy. You don't have to say, No, Japanese is easy. It's the same in Japanese. You don't have to keep restating the statement. Okay. All right, number six. Kare wa dare desu ka? Dare is a new word. Dare means who. Kare wa, as for him, he's the topic. Dare desu ka? Who is he? I'm pointing. I'm pointing at them and I say, Kare wa dare desu ka? Or I'm looking at a picture and I'm pointing and I'm saying, Kare wa dare desu ka? Okay. But if it's obvious who I'm talking about and I'm pointing to a person, dare desu ka works fine. Okay. Kare wa shinyu desu. He is my best friend. Kare wa shinyu desu. All right. Number seven. Ashita wa nanyoubi desu ka? Ashita wa nanyoubi desu ka? What day of the week is it tomorrow? Ashita wa nanyoubi desu ka? I could just say, because the topic's been introduced, Nichiyoubi desu. It's Sunday. But here I'm showing you how the sentence works. Ashita wa nichiyoubi desu. Tomorrow is Sunday. Number eight. Notice that we are asking a ton of question words. We've got dare. We've got nanyoubi. Now we've got nani iro. Ringo wa nani iro desu ka? What color are apples? Ringo wa akai desu. Now I want to point out we are using the adjective form here. We learned this in a list. We learned that there was a noun version and an adjective version of the colors. This will be very important later on right now. Just know that you could use both. We could say, Ringo wa aka Or, Ringo wa akai Both work fine. Number nine is 
weird sounding maybe in English, but it's very appropriate if you are lost. You could go up to somebody and say, Sumimasen, excuse me, Koko wa doko desu ka? Koko wa doko desu ka? As for here, where is it? Where is here? Now, this is a weird answer if, if it's that particular situation, but let's say you were in a supermarket that had 300 floors and you were going up and down on the elevator and you got confused. They, they might answer, Koko wa ikkai desu. This is the first floor. Now, we didn't learn how to say, we didn't learn how to say, what floor is it? But we could have. We could have put that right here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you, just, to think, just for a second, think about what would what floor be in Japanese? Ikkai means first floor. Kai means floor. How would you say what floor? Very good, Jeff. It is nankai. Koko wa nankai desu ka? Koko wa nankai desu ka? Sometimes you'll hear nangai desu ka too, by the way. I'll, I'll say that. Both work. Koko wa nangai desu ka? Koko wa nankai desu ka? What floor is it? Koko wa ikkai desu. All right. So now we've got, we've got dare who? Nan yobi, what day of the week? Nani iro, what color? Doko, where? Now we're going to go back and add, we're going to use do, which means how. Tenki wa do desu ka? Tenki wa do desu ka? As for the weather, hey, the weather, what about it? How is it? How is the weather? Samui desu. It's cold. Samui desu. I could have said, tenki wa samui desu. But because we've introduced the topic, we do not need to reset. it. I'm going to say that until I'm blue in the face. Okay, guys. Last two. Number 11. Kore wa atarashii desu ka? Kore wa... Oh my gosh, I have a typo here. In the, uh, I'll have to... It says, is, is it English language? I actually didn't go with that. Uh, I'm, uh, okay, right now we are also live streaming on YouTube. Please somebody translate. Kore wa atarashii desu ka? Kore wa atarashii desu ka? All right. It is, is this new? Kore wa atarashii desu ka? And the answer is, hai, shinpin desu. Hai, shinpin desu. Now, we learned shinpin in our group of words to mean a new article or a new thing. Yes, it's brand new. Shinpin is like saying it's brand new. And I'll upload this immediately after the podcast. So those of you that are listening to it right now, you won't see the typo. But actually, right now, it says, is it, is it English language? And no, it's Japanese. Uh, what I want you to do is, in the Facebook group, that uh, in the post for this video, please tell me how to say in Japanese, is it English language? And then below that, I want you to write, no, it's Japanese. Is it English language? No, it's Japanese. All right. Actually, make it, is this English language? Is this English language? Okay. All right. Final one, number 12. Are wa nani go desu ka? Another new question word. Nani go means what language? Are wa nani go desu ka? What language is that? And when we say are, it's something that's far away from both the speaker and the listener. So most likely they're listening to someone speak on TV or on the radio 
or far away, a little bit distant from them. Okay? You wouldn't say sore and you wouldn't say kore there because it is far away. Okay? Tabun ego desu. Maybe, tabun, it means maybe ego desu. It's English. Maybe it's English. All right, I'm looking at Mobman. And he's, he's trying to answer what I said to do in the Facebook group. He said, Sore wa ego, ego daga, ego daka. That is wrong on more than one level. <laughs> you cannot have a chisai tsu in front of a da. Keep that in mind. A chisai, I, I, that's not like a real rule, but it's a rule. You can never have chisai tsu in front of a da. And I don't know why, uh, why we would do what you just did, the da. Ga, daka, uh, it needs to be deska if you're gonna ask a question. All the parts, I'm not gonna say the answer, but yes, you got it, it's perfect. All right, that is it, guys. Uh, let's just do a quick review of the new words that we have in the list below. We've got kore, this one, sore, that one, kankokujin. Kankokujin, Korean, Korean person. Are, that one, the one that's far away from both of us, okay? Ashita, ashita, tomorrow. Now, accent-wise, it's never ashita. It's blended. Ashita, ashita, not, it's like, it's almost like it's A-S-H-T-A. Never ashita, even though it's written that way. Ashita. Dare, who? Dare, sensei, sensei. We have that elongated sei, sensei, sensei, teacher. Tabun, tabun, maybe. Nanijin, nanijin, what language? Oh, sorry, what nationality? Nanijin. What nationality? Nanigo. What language? I feel like uh, we're missing one or two. Um, let me just scroll up. No, that's okay. We're fine. Uh, look, if it's never, if it's not in the bottom, just know that it's in the translation below. Okay, of of the sentence. So I'll try to. Uh, I, I only have room for uh, fifteen new words max. So I'm gonna try to not never do more than that. Uh, so far, we've only been doing ten. But uh, I almost did 15 today, and then I kind of cut it down to make it uh, less stress for you. All right, guys. That is it for today. Make sure that you're subscribed. Make sure you're in the Facebook group. Make sure you have, uh, if you're lucky, you've already gotten into the Discord group. We're already at more than half capacity. I resent the letter yesterday with the new link. For those of you that clicked the link and said it was expired, uh, you can now click it. We can now have up to 130 people in the room, but... Only the first 100 get that first 100 mark. So if you're in there now, congrats. You made it in. All right. Uh, so the way you get into there is you go to www.secretsofjapanese.com and you click the... Actually, you're already there. You just give me your name and your email and that will mean, hey, you might get something from me. The first thing you're going to get is a link to the Discord room. And later on, I might say, hey, I got this special thing for you. All right. It is a bribe. I'll give you access to the Discord room as a bribe for me to allow you to uh, let me email you later. 
right, guys, that's it. Thanks for watching. Or thanks for listening to the Secrets of Japanese episode 19. See you tomorrow. Bye bye. <laughs>